Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? totally. this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And I'm so fucking <laughs> gutsy. I tried to open up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what i said i was gun shy i tried to open up the episode last week i couldn't i couldn't do it i'm like <laughs> whatever man i know i know it's just clearly those... it's just us this week i know but still it's just you know i i when we have company you get all slick and shit no i don't know I, I think i'm always <laughs> fucking slick i don't think it's just with company just... <laughs> I, I just i'm always this way i mean you just around me so much you just don't notice it that's all oh i don't notice the greatness that is you <laughs> right it's it's hard to to notice the sunshine when it's always on you you know it just uh... <laughs> you step out of the shade and you notice it but yeah so your... uh, at least you're comparing yourself to a big ball of gas <laughs> a big ball of steaming hot gas dirty gas <laughs> eh, you know what fuck it man i've been i've been called far worse than that so uh-huh. i'll take that <laughs> you know what that, that might be the episode title i'm not gonna put, any, put anything into your mind but all right yeah <laughs> hot steaming i i i completely forgot what i just said so I, anyhow right whatever i'll figure it out <laughs> steaming, steaming ball of something but uh but yeah so it is it's just us again so everyone sorry um got to put up with us again this week and next week but that's uh, right i don't know i think we got some shit to talk about it's beginning of the month so always i was the reading we've got the the 10 step to talk about um i want to hear about how cinema wasteland went last week yeah. uh, we got a thing going on the with hazelton that we set up we so we got some we got some shit plus my normal i wrote down some shit i, I got i got some stuff so i think All we're right. okay but uh i tell you what man I had pants on for the first fucking time today. I know that sounds bad, but I mean like jeans. <laughs> like ever? Like, yeah, like ever. I, I never wear pants anymore. No. But um, <laughs> I, I walked outside this morning and I had, you know, my, like a lighter pair of sweats on. I'm like, it's fucking cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's not right. really. It's, you know, it's, it was in the low to mid 50s, but, you know, compared to right? that first, yeah. you know, first fall-ish weather. So whatever. Yep. But uh I like fall, but, you know, it leads into that fucking evilness of snow and winter, which I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. I know. It is what it is, right? Is that what they say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere. I know. And it's, uh, I used to get so, do you remember that? I used to get so mad at that saying. 
yeah, no. it is what it is. <laughs> but it, it was, it really was, it was a, um, if you think about it, I mean that there's just, it's a, it's a statement that's telling me that I have no control. And I, I know right. I didn't, I didn't like that, you know? No, of course. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big steamy ball of gas. Don't you know who I think I am? Big steamy ball of hot gas. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and I, I think that's what it was. It may have been, or it may be since we've been doing this, uh, mm-hmm. that we were talking about that. And then I, I just accepted it. Now I use it all the time. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it, man. It is. It is. What <laughs> it, it is. is. It is. <laughs> so yet, yet again, even if even if we've helped no one, I right. I've grown. I've grown. We, I'm a, exactly. I'm well, a, hopefully we're growing. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> I'm a I'm a better human being than I was uh, whatever it was eighteen or nineteen months ago. Right. Yeah. That that's kind of the point, man. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this thing be damned, we still need to do it. <laughs> right. I'm actually surprised that you agreed with me when I said I, I'm a better person. You normally you're well, like, yeah, I, whatever. I, I, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, that is the point of this shit is we're supposed to slowly but surely uh, <laughs> get a little better every day. Right. Yep. So, um, and I'm going to, I'll write this down. I'll let you do your reading first. But uh, yeah. I was a, I was a dick today and i want to tell you about that um okay uh driving all right i just wrote seriously i had to write myself a note because uh, i want to remember that i just want to you know it's it's fun when i when i'm a dick and i laugh about it so right okay so um how about that reading man how about it how about it well um didn't have anything picked out so you know the way i prepare is you know uh, five minutes ago i grabbed my book and <laughs> cracked it open and uh this one jumped out at me so here it is it is september 18th uh it is our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities jk rowling uh rowling whatever harry potter chick um many people with great abilities make bad choices we just need to look around the rooms at meetings and we will see it As addicts, we regularly choose alcohol or drugs over our family, higher power, and community. Our choices also affected our abilities. Then at some point, we lost our choices, and our illness made our decisions for us. That is what addiction is, the loss of choice. Recovery gives us back our sense of choice. Today, we make different choices. We choose to go to meetings, even when we don't want to. We choose to do service work. We learn a new way to walk through the world, a more human way. People see that we're making new choices, and over time, they come to trust us again. This is another gift of recovery. Prayer for the day. Higher power, I choose to turn my life and will over to you. Please give me the wisdom to make good choices. Today's action. says actions because this is a program of action. Today, I will make a list of the everyday bad choices I have made during my using years. Then I will ask myself, am I making the same choices today? Hmm. So that, that last part, uh, you want to make a list? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was reading that. is only an hour and a half long, man. <laughs> I know. Well, it's kind of like when you, when you did your... Um, your men's step, just everyone, you know, so we could right. do, you know, the, the list could be just everything. What were yeah, your bad choices? Um, <laughs> my bad choices were everything, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Man, man, pretty much. Could you imagine? You know, I, I mean, mean, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, could you imagine actually sitting down and trying to write out a list mm. of all the bad choices that you made while you were drinking? I mean, seriously. <laughs> right. Right. Again, dwelling on that shit, I'll fucking end up killing myself. <laughs> right. Right. Um, no, but um, yeah, you know, I mean, and clearly not every choice we made was bad, but, right. um, you know, but the deeper we got into our disease, the the more bad choices we made. And like the reading says, at some point we lost the power of choice and all those bad choices we were making were just the way we fucking lived. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was a, the first thing that I wrote down was choices show what we are, which I, th- mm. which I thought was, was good. Mm-hmm. And then our choices are lost. I think it said over time recovery, um, Recovery sends, or I'm sorry, recovery gives us a sense of choice and uh, people trust us again. So, but yeah, Yeah. the first thing, I mean, choices show what we are. I mean, that is, I mean, it's, it's actions, right? That goes back to Mm -hmm. everything we ever talk about. The things that we did or (laughs) did not do, um, you know, clearly defined our character before we got sober, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of, it defines our character today. (laughs) (laughs) No choice, man. (laughs) Right. You know, the things that we do or what we are, absolutely, you know, not what we say and not what we think, but what we do. Right. Yep. Well, and there was, uh, I've, I've seen the meme before, but there was a meme that just popped up on Instagram or Facebook the other day mm-hmm. where it said, it showed a, uh, a lion. You've probably seen it before, but it said, uh, I thought of giving up, but then I, um, remembered who was watching and it shows a little, mm. you know, little cub, you know, there, right. which right. is, um, it just kind of made me, made me think of that. When we were talking about that because, uh, you know, I mean, our, our kids, our family, um, all mm-hmm. those sort of things, I mean, watched us. And thankfully now, hopefully, <laughs> I right. mean, again, we don't necessarily always make the best choices. We're not saying all the right things all the time, but, <laughs> no. you know, they're sure is sure as fuck better than it was, you know? Uh-huh. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But, um, so trusting. You know, I like, I like the, I like where it says, you know, um, recovery gives us back the sense of choice. Right. You know, we've got to continue to remember that, you know, we're, <laughs> we still are what we are and, um. You know, yes, we, I have the sense that I can make choices today. You know, I could choose to wake up in the morning and do my readings and, and, you know, say please. And I can choose to go to a meeting and I can choose to be a part of the community, being part of something bigger than myself. I do have those choices today. Um, but if I stop doing those things, if I choose not to go to the meeting, I choose not to wake up and, you know, uh, do my readings and I choose not to, end my day by saying thank you and you know um then i will lose the choice again so i've got to remember that yes it is a sense of choice but that disease is still there man and if i choose not to do these things that keep me away from that first one i don't have a choice right yeah yeah so I, I like that that they put that word in there it's you know recovery gives us back our choice no it gives us back a sense of choice right yeah well, and that's what, what was funny was as you were, as you were reading that, I wrote that down and I had to look at it again. I'm like, wait a sec, did I write? For, Cause my, my handwriting is fucking terrible to begin with uh-huh. always. And especially when I'm trying to write quick notes like that, sure. but I had recovery. I'm like, serve of choice. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck did I, I'm like, Oh, sense of choice. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, that was, I, I think that's an important distinction and it, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a part of step 10 where we get to talking about it tonight that I yeah. thought, you know, that there was a particular word in there that, um, that I didn't always pick up on 
Uh, mm. But it, that just kind of popped into my head, reminded me of the same type of thing. And it, it is. It's a it's a sense. We realize that we have the ability to make choices. But, yeah, there's still right. uh, <laughs> we still have accountability, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we still have to uh, remember that, uh, you know, we are powerless. That first step shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it was uh, in the other thing I was just thinking of when uh, I picked up Kathy from the from the airport the other day. Right. And, um, and also, uh, again, I probably everyone doesn't know, but the short story is she was uh, flew into Barcelona, was taking a cruise. She ended up going on mm-hmm. a hike and ended up slipping and fell and broke her wrist. Yeah, in France, I yeah, believe. In, in, yeah. in fucking France. Right. <laughs> and this would have been um, Monday, and she wasn't supposed to come home until this coming the Tuesday. The following Wednesday. Or, yeah, something like that, yeah, right? To, yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday, I forget now. But yeah. um, so all said and done, they got her, you know, she was able to flip her on her flight. She came back on Wednesday. But, um, you know, when we were driving back, and uh, I don't know, whatever it was, I had told her, I'm like, oh, I, I waited at like the rest area by O'Hare. And I said, yeah, mm-hmm. I said, I, I left early because I saw when your flight was coming in. It didn't know. And uh, basically, I was at that rest area for like an hour and a half, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, oh, my God, you waited. She's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, don't worry about that- it. And I, I mean, I don't you never know just because right. Google fucking maps says I could be there an hour and 23 minutes doesn't mean mm-hmm. I will be and all that stuff. Right. So but then she's like, you know, she goes, I she goes, I feel bad, you know, kind of asking asking you or anyone else to pick me up. I know it's kind of a pain, but, you know, the parking and whatever expense wise, she looked it up. It wasn't that bad, but it would have been outdoor mm. parking. And she's like, I didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I said, right. she's like, I said, none of this to me. I said, even, even prior to me being, you know, even when I was a dick previously, <laughs> before I got sober, more of a dick. More I'm of like, a dick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, again, I've grown, Mike. I'm getting, I'm getting I a know. little better. I, I, I know. I'm, <laughs> more, more of a dick. I, I do. I right. correct myself. I realize I, I, I have a sense of choice that I'm choosing to. <laughs> right. Be less of a dick. Right. But, uh, but I told her, I'm like, even, even then I said, I, I never would consider anything like that, taking her to the airport or doing something like that mm-hmm. for her to be like out of the ordinary. I mean, I, and it's weird because, you know, we always talk about when people ask us, do you want to go? Do you want to be part of, do you want to do? And it's mm-hmm. always no, no, no. Uh, right. But I, I really, the only thing that I, uh, I mentioned to her, I said, just let me know, give me enough time so I can figure out with my work thing and whatever. But I, I'm like, other than that, I mean, it's, it never even crossed my mind, but yeah, uh, right. You know, it just, it, I don't know. It, again, people, people still, you know, they just in general, <laughs> you know, don't want to, you know, I, I don't know, you know, have people yeah, help or yeah, anything like that. You exactly. Know? Or they don't want to be in a position. Yeah. Or, yeah. Right. Whatever. That's, I couldn't think of the word. God damn it. Right. I want to be bird Impose of the sun. on me, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. But seriously, it wasn't that big of a deal. And I mean, uh, yeah. even coming out of there, you know, we hit the same type of traffic as mm-hmm. we did on the way back. It took us a couple hours to get back, but we were back here by a little after five and stop to grab something to eat and you know it's all good so but uh yeah. but yeah i don't know i don't know why that why that ended up popping into my head but uh but no i mean that was uh i like that reading i really do you know i mean every mm-hmm. every single part of it um you know because all these things all these things we do and all these things we you know we lose and you know slowly gain back and how quickly they mm-hmm. can be gone again right oh yeah absolutely yeah 
<laughs> but um, so, do you want to anything else on the reading? Do you think, or are you you good on no, that? Or I think, I think we covered it. Okay, the reading horse has been beaten to death so far. It has <laughs> whip that bitch, <laughs> whip that horsey bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, why don't we? Since you hopefully, do you still have your have your book in hand or close? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's yep. um, let's just let's jump in the in in the step ten. I mean, it's uh, I know we we don't really have favorite favorite steps we went over that once but mm-hmm. um i love the shit out of step down i actually really do so right. i'm kind of yeah i'm excited to talk about it all right well step 10 of alcoholics anonymous continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong wrong promptly admitted it so um first thing and uh this goes back to what i was talking about a minute ago with that the one word the word when uh, that's in there, uh-huh. you know, because what it says, it doesn't say we might be wrong, we could be wrong. It's a possibility. <laughs> right. it's, if we're wrong, yeah, it don't no, says when, yeah, and I'm just kind of when. Like, so here's the funny part. This is what you know. Again, revelation uh, at at the time. Mm-hmm. So when I moved back to Wisconsin, I I moved to Madison, and I was three years and three months sober at that time. Started going to a meeting there. So either I don't think it was like one of the first meetings, but probably within the first few months to a year. So again, mm-hmm. three and a half to four and a half years sober when I when I figured this fucking word out. You know <laughs> we're, we're in this room, you know, and it's a uh, you know it's a big book. Um I forget if they did a topic. It doesn't even matter. But we were talking about step 10 that night or whenever it came up and the, this guy is just talking back and forth, talking to my sponsor. And he's like, he goes, yeah, my sponsor pointed out, you know, that it says when, um, when we're wrong and, you know, everything we were just talking about. And I looked mm-hmm. up on the wall cause they had the steps up on the wall sure. and I'm like, Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. So once again, between it, in a minimum, I was three and a half years sober. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've heard the steps, read the steps, talked about the steps, right. all that mm-hmm. different shit. And I never noticed that fucking word, but mm. it's hugely important. And now every time that I read that or hear about it or anything like that, right. I actually emphasize that word in my head because it's just, it's so important. It tells me that you will be wrong. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. you're going to be wrong. What should right. you do? You're going to fuck up. Mm-hmm. What should you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it just it fucking blew my mind. I just say I don't yeah. I don't know why it took me so long. But yeah, yeah. Sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly. Yeah, Every, uh, everything, <laughs> everything with this. And I don't mean it in a bad way, because um, I I don't think I could have handled any piece of this program, any part of this program, or any anything that I that I've gained or got back, or anything mm-hmm. I've accomplished, any movement I've made in this. I don't think I could have handled quickly. I would have fucked right. it up. I would have figured out a way to fuck it up. Oh yeah. So I th- yeah, I know absolutely. it. Everything's ha- everything's come slowly to me, and it's fine to begin mm-hmm. with. It pissed me off, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, but now I'm just kind of like, eh, it didn't happen yet. Yeah. It, it will. It will. It will. Yeah. Exactly. As long as I keep doing the next right thing, it's all <laughs> gonna be okay. <laughs> so, um, going back to in and again, you had other obviously times when you know you had bits of sobriety and different programs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you, do you remember when you first, and this is just curiosity, when you first were introduced or knew of, or even try to practice an inventory step like that? A 10th step? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, I, I had periods of dryness 
Um, I never had <laughs> sobriety before. That just I never terrible. did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, it's the opposite of moist. I, I know. Um, I know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was arid. It was not. Uh, <laughs> it was not sober. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, again, yeah, I mean, my longest uh, in my adult life without taking a drink was like 11 months, but I sure as fuck wasn't sober, right. not by a long shot. Um, you know, I, I mean, seriously, looking back on it, um, I I wasn't trying to be a better person. I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to do any of it. I wasn't trying. I wasn't working a program right. at all. Um, you know, I was going to meetings and, and parroting the words. And as we said, not more than 10 minutes ago, the words don't mean shit. Right. Uh, it's the actions. Um, yeah. So no, um, when I first started working, you know, daily inventory pretty, pretty quickly at the Keating Center. I mean, certainly within the first 90 days, I know, you know, I wasn't anywhere near working a 10 step the way I should. And, you know, cause I hadn't done any many of the other steps, most of the other steps leading up to it. Um, but I was starting to get into the habit practice of, you know, looking back at my day and, and, and my behaviors. And, you know, again, I wasn't any good at it and it wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't doing it right at all, but I was starting to try to look at that. And um, yeah. So, you know, pretty early on, I started trying to get myself ready to actually be able to do a 10 step. Right. <laughs> well, and I, and I know we've talked about it before that, uh, I mean, the steps in, in clearly we believe in this wholeheartedly and uh, that the steps are in order for a reason and have to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, worked through again, that first time, you know, one, right. one step at a time, literally. Um, right. But you're going to start doing some of these things you know Mm -hmm. if nothing else um gradually you know you're you're going to be a better person you're going to help people which is you know involves the the 12th step you're going to have a more of a conscious contact you know which is the 11th step which we'll get to Mm -hmm. next month and then you know hopefully if like you said if we're if we're doing the right things on a daily basis there is just naturally we're going to reflect on things and we're not going to say some things like we used to and when we might even Mm -hmm. you know apologize <laughs> along the way, you know, we do right. something weird. We might actually walk back to somebody and, um, you know, promptly admit that we were wrong, but you know, maybe uh-huh. not, maybe not formally doing that. So, right. And I, I remember being in, um, the dorms. I mean, like when we were halfway and right. saying my prayers at night and again, just laying in my bed with however many other mm-hmm. fucking people were in that dorm. Right. Stacked up like cordwood, didn't you used to say? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Scratching and farting. And it was, and it just is a, it, it, it's, it's kind of a fun recap of nothing else. And these, the Keating Center at that time, what, when we were in there, how many people? 50 wasn't there? Oh yeah. Halfways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was. Yeah, literally stacked up. It was bunk beds. Right. Yeah. And nope. a dorm was one big open room, if I remember correctly. Is that? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's where I was at. Right. And then downstairs, there was there was a wall, but I mean, kind of the larger yeah. opening. You know, it was kind of almost like mm-hmm. a like a great room ish, but half the wall was kind of partitioned off, not partitioned, but right. again, but yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a corner 
Yeah. Yeah. And then right. in the back of the one areas was uh, another bedroom where uh, Bob was mm-hmm. uh, one of the yeah. one of the guys who was helping um, helping kind of run things there with Marty. Right. But kind of an assistant yeah. director dude. Yeah. Right. But yeah, literally it was there, there was like a couple of single beds here and there, but most of them were bunk beds. And literally, I mean, yep. it was just yeah, people just. I mean, there was more people in a dorm, so you probably had thirty up there and what twenty downstairs, mm-hmm. I guess. But. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, and these are, these are all people that the halfway thing is from day one until usually at the most day 90, you know, 90. Yeah. So right. these are all fucking, I mean, granted when, once you get to that, hopefully 45 to 60 day period, people are settling down a little bit, but a little bit, there's this right? constant flow of just, it's a, it's a fucking madhouse, but yeah. Right. You know, so so laying down at night and trying to do these prayers, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. where I'm leading into. Um, right. First of all, I was, um, and still to this day, my prayers are my own. I've said it a hundred times or a thousand times. Mm-hmm. I do them on my own. I don't do them in front of people. I'm not embarrassed, but it's mine. But at that time, I was, even though I knew everyone, you know, was probably mm-hmm. doing some prayers, um, I wasn't ready to make it open or anything like that. So right. I just lay on my bed, kind of cross my cross my hands on my chest like I was going to sleep and do my prayers and this and that. And yeah. and I know at that time I was doing a recap of my day. I don't I don't remember if I looked at it as a ten step, um, but I right. I know I was doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean that again, you know, very early thirty sixty days, you know, I was doing that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, me too. And even back to uh, my dad, I remember. I didn't know it as a 10 step at the time, you know, but mm-hmm. he always talked about, you know, taking an inventory of his day and an inventory of himself and all those sort of things, which, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's funny. And, uh, I mean, I've, and I've mentioned this before that, um, I, I knew enough or felt like I knew enough. Now I think I knew enough about AA, you know, to kind of make myself dangerous and compare myself and mm-hmm. blah, blah. but, um, right. As, the longer that we've been sober, I mean, I have these memories. I'm like, fuck, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and he wasn't, he was never one to, the, the coolest thing with him is, it is much of a, uh, again, a dick that he could be in a lot of different ways. And we had our moments, um, years of moments, but um, uh-huh. he never tried to push any of that on either one of us, mm-hmm. you know, which was, which is cool. And, you know, thinking back now, how his personality was, um, he, again, he had his ways and he had his opinions and he was probably more of a stand on a rooftop and, you know, uh, probably judge people more, more so than we do, you know, that, that still mm-hmm. drink, but, um, mm-hmm. but he never tried to push it on, on, on us, which, you know, again, thinking back, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of cool just knowing how he was, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, he got the attraction rather than promotion part. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And he did. Yeah, he did. He was, he was judgmental, you know, again, of other people, but he wouldn't do it necessarily Hmm. openly, you know, he wouldn't walk down the street and be like, yeah, you fucking idiot. But when they, when they walked away and be like that fucking idiot, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I can't say that I don't do that. (laughs) Well, and and I was just going to say this, you know, not that, not that we haven't been or couldn't be or, or are not Mm. familiar with that type of behavior. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it happens, but so the, when once I started, uh, you know, or we, I'm sorry, started to get into, you know, everyone, you know, kind of working through and explaining that sort of thing. It just, it didn't, mm-hmm. I don't know if it, maybe it was one of the easier steps for me to do because um, at least the, mm-hmm. the inventory at night, um, but the, right. the admitting, promptly admitting it when you're wrong, that's, 
that's mm. still, I mean, that's, I don't have a, mm. I have a problem doing it, but it's still, right. I notice every time I have to do it. And sometimes it's still in my head, like a child, like fuck. Nope. Fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, as soon as the fucking words come out of your mouth, you're like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or yeah. Man. Oh, I fucked up. I got to fix this now. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and, or you know I've, we've talked about stories on here before about walking back to somebody and being like you know what i said this and i didn't mean it that way and uh you know right. the person's like oh it wasn't a big deal you know or mm-hmm. i know you're upset but you know i didn't take offense to it and you know get i always think well fuck me i shouldn't i didn't have to say anything but i did yeah, 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 yeah. but i but, did well, yeah that, again that's the selfish part you mm-hmm. know i i gotta get this shit I got to clear it up for me. Right. You know, yes, I know it wasn't that big of a deal to you and I'm glad it wasn't because I'm not that big of a dick anymore that I'm going to fucking hurt you that bad. But yes, I've got to make, I got to make it right for me so I can, when I lay my head down at night, I can fucking go to sleep. Right. Yep. So, um, and, and I know that that's brought up in, you know, again, in readings and all those sort of things when the 10 step is talked about. And I don't remember if we ever actually openly talked about this, but can you, can you remember um, any time, uh, even in recent years, you know, in the last handful of years, even that you sat down at night and, and something popped in and you're like, fuck, man, I, I owe an apology to this person or I got to try to make this right. Have you have you had that mm-hmm. happen at night? No. And I don't think no. I don't think I have either. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fucking nice. Yeah. I mean, if no, if I have. um I don't remember it, so that means it's probably been a while ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, no. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, promptly. So again, selfish when I when I get to bed. When I get to that point at the end of the day, the shit's cleared up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice. Right. And I But it sure as hell didn't happen right away. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, in the, the thing that I know that has happened at night when I've when I've gone to bed like that and gone over it is, you know, mm-hmm. thoughts I've had, you know, about, mm-hmm. um, boy, I, I need to I need to kind of straighten out my head about that because I mm-hmm. I wanted to blow about something or this irritated me, but I, I didn't, right. you know, and I've I've had those type of thoughts where just you know trying to, to basically figure out you know why the fuck was I even irritated at the point where I could have said something to somebody, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So I guess I've had those, those thoughts, but um, thankfully I, I, I just don't remember, you know, I, I, I heard. Right. Well, I mean, that, I, you know what, that, that doesn't bother me all that much because again, you know, the, the thoughts are going to be there. The thoughts are fucked up. They're always going to be fucked up, um, but the actions aren't. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have thought that. But <laughs> you know what? I also don't beat myself up over that shit anymore either. You know, yeah, I had real fucked up thoughts about that. But, hey, guess what? I didn't go off on the person. Right. You know, I wanted to. Oh, God, did I want to. <laughs> but I didn't. And so it, that's enough for me at the end of the day. Right. You know what? Yeah, I had those thoughts and I shouldn't have. But fuck it. I, had, I did. <laughs> but I didn't act on them. Right. So I'm all right. I Yeah. You know, I think. Thankfully, yes, I, my thoughts don't matter anymore. So I don't care that I had those bad, awful, evil thoughts that I wanted to fucking kill that person and punch him in the larynx and, you know, <laughs> but I didn't. Right. So it's okay. Yeah. 
So, and we had talked about at one point where, um, and I think you might have said that, where thoughts like that, the angers and all those sort of things, this, mm-hmm. you've said before that you've, that that comes from fear, right? Or is that some oh, sort yeah. of, some sort of fear? So, and that's, and maybe that's kind of what, um, and again, I, I try to figure out if anything, I'm like, you know, what the hell's going on in my life to even make me boil like that over somebody? Cause it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a, not an important thing, but, um, it's, right. it's tough. I mean, if, if that is the case and I, you know, I believe that, you know, that, you know, we're fearful or whatever the case is, you know, fear mm-hmm. of something, you know, but mm-hmm. I, it, it's still, it's hard to figure out sometimes where that, what that fear is, you know, I mean, if that makes any sense. It does. Yeah. No, well, sometimes it's just the fear of I'm going to punch this motherfucker. <laughs> um, cause they're really <laughs> acting stupid and no, um, yeah, when you get down to it, I think, yeah, you know, for example, someone's being really fucking stupid and irritating and it, and it's pissing you off. I think the fear is a lot of times for me is fuck. Do I act like that? <laughs> Well, you know what? That, that's a good point. That's a that's a really yeah. good point. You know, am I that fucking stupid? Am <laughs> I that self-centered and, and don't give a shit about anybody else? And, and yeah, you know, um, I think it, it really, you know, but I, then I then I get to do that little inventory and I go, no, you know what? I'm not that stupid and I'm not that self-centered and self-involved. And, and I get thankful and grateful and <laughs> then I go to sleep. Right. Well, and one of the hardest things too, when we, when we first got sober is when, um, when they told us that if there, if there is somebody that you don't like or somebody's actions mm-hmm. that you don't like, you know, usually it's because of something that's within you or was, you know, you could recognize mm-hmm. that, you know, right. yourself and them. And that's a fucking yep. hard thing to take a look at Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, there's, you see a situation where, you know, this person is, um, like you said, stupid or lazy or taking advantage, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And then you're looking at right. that and you're like, fuck man, um, I, that really bothers me. And uh-huh. at one point I was that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, all the, the three things that I just, you know, listed off, I know I was that person, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, absolutely. And like, too. like you said, you know, grateful that, that I'm not, but then it is tough. Mm-hmm. Cause then, you know, when, when you see things like that happening, you're just like, fuck man, that, you know, I want to fix it. I don't want, I don't want that to happen. Right. But again, I know. want to shove a big book down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, motherfucker. I have a book for you. <laughs> I, I have a book for you that I'm going to hit you repeatedly with. <laughs> I'm going to beat you with it, then leave it, drop it on your chest and you, you know, yes. and then suggest that you read it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Right. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, but seriously, the, the 10 step and that, that's one thing that, um, I mean, I, I, I really enjoy the readings. I enjoy that time I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it, I've never had, and thankfully I've never had a situation where I don't feel like, you know, doing my readings or anything like that. Cause it's, it does, mm. it brings me, it brings me a, a peace and joy and happiness and, yeah. and all that sort of things. And, um, uh, that's the same thing at night, you know, even if I'm someplace like, Again, at mom's thing, you know, we're in this big, you know, big group of people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I brushed my teeth and I did my shit. Then I went through my, you know, my little inventory and I, I did my shit, nope. you know, and right. um, it's, it's important and I, and I look forward to it. But uh, I mean, I think that the 10 step again, being able to, it's to me, it's almost a miracle 
the mm. and speaking of the growth, you know, that that we've grown to the point where we can actually stop these fucking nasty, nasty words mm-hmm. <laughs> from coming out of our mouths. Actually have right. have that pause, have that filter, have that, you know, whatever it is that, that stops mm-hmm. us, you know, thinking before we speak type of thing. I was never that way. That choice. Yeah. Ah, wait, that again, <laughs> that was, uh, recovery gives us a sense. We sense that we have a choice. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and we, and we choose, we choose to have that choice, not to, not to spit venom yeah. at people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. that just, that blows my mind that the, the restraint that, <laughs> that we have and, um, in, in a good way. And I, I don't know, that sounds weird when I say that I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or anything like that, mm. but it's a, it's a huge accomplishment compared to what either one of us were, um, 14 or 15 years ago. Right. You know? So oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But and like all the rest of it, man, it takes practice. Right. We gotta, we gotta work those muscles, man, to get them. Cause God knows they atrophied a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, but that's just it over, over the, these years and years, we have worked these muscles and we're better at it. And the muscles are stronger and, and it's more of a, a, a sense, a muscle sense of, you know, yeah. When, when that thought hits and, but you don't spit it out because that sense is there to not do that. Right. Which is very different than what it used to be. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I can think of, I mean, so many examples in my head and I think it just with my, with my exes and even my family and mm-hmm. with mom and mm-hmm. Kathy and, Right. You know, just whatever happens, just fucking shoot now and ask questions later. You know, it's really yep. what it is. Just shoot your fucking mouth off, spit uh-huh. venom all over fucking people. Right. And then sometimes you're like, eh, sorry about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> or <laughs> or not, you know. Yeah, well, we deluded ourselves into going, well, I'm just being honest. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Which we've got to remember, honesty without compassion is cruelty. Yep. 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 One of my one of my favorite things that, that you've ever said. I think about that seriously. I think about that all the time, all the time. Right. But um. But no. I mean, I I do. I I, I get not trying to pick out a favorite step, but the ten step is uh, it's it's one mm. that I truly enjoy. I all the other ones. There's so many other steps that that I think just happen naturally. But the ten step, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just so I don't know if focused on it's because it's a it's just a specific process, you know. Um, right. I sit down and or lay down at night, do my prayers, and then I know I'm doing a ten step. And I don't know, mm-hmm. it just it's I, it, it's a life changer, and it's uh, it it saves my ass on <laughs> probably on right. a, probably on a daily basis if I'm <laughs> if I'm you know being completely honest, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you know? You don't have resentments and shit and, and the nonsense built up because you get rid of it every day. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And actually go to sleep at night, which is, that's the other uh-huh. crazy thing that is. <laughs> so what else? Anything else on, on the 10 step? I mean, I know it's relatively, you know, simplistic, but uh, obviously mm-hmm. important to us, but anything else we want to dissect I on think there? We have covered it. Cool. Well, you know what? And yeah, I think and you know what? Yeah, yeah, I know. Looking at the clock on the wall, <laughs> I think, it, <laughs> or the clock on the computer, or the clock in my hand, or right. no, that's not. Wait, that's not a clock. That's a anyway. <laughs> um, we're going to be back with more of this nonsense right after these words from our sponsor. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi and, there. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? 
I am doing well, but we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually <laughs> usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We two websites in one <laughs> all right so so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com uh-huh. and we just launched the store website so uh, we also have that do you know what the website address is on that one mike of course i don't <laughs> it's pretty easy mike it's www.sobernotmatureshop.com ah. so <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you right. can access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now I got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sobermonotmature? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, everyone, welcome back. And yes, back to more nonsense. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear about me being a dick today since I, since I. Absolutely. Okay. Since you teased that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so this was, uh, and I, I've done, I've done stuff like this before. Cause you know, we, you and mm. I always talk about people and how they drive and, um, Mm-hmm. how mindless they are and stuff like that. So uh-huh. I went and got my pizza and, and you've gone to that. You went to that Domino's with me. Yeah. And when, right. when we came out of that parking lot, usually um, you and I ended up taking a left and went back through town. Usually I take mm-hmm. a right, take the first left and it's kind of a back road to go through a subdivision to miss the, the busiest part of that area. Sometimes uh-huh. tough to get, to get out of there and stop the lights, whatever. So I, I do that. I take the right and I take the left. So I'm on this, this back road going back to the subdivision and I'm driving on fully on my side of the road, on the right-hand side of the road. Uh-huh. And this person in, in a fucking minivan turns out of the, the subdivision, again, probably, I don't know, block and a half ahead of me, but pulls and is mm-hmm. literally driving down the middle of the road Yeah, in a minivan. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm coming up, get a little closer, and I took a weave right, right in front of her, probably yeah. four car lengths ahead and you see her she's like oh, right. and then moved over and i just uh-huh. i'm just laughing <laughs> fucking laughing uh-huh. <laughs> so where's the dick part well, come in i thought that was a dick trying to scare somebody <laughs> but um that's... No, it's, it's, yeah, wake him up man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly what i did it just uh well it i suppose it wasn't as bad as walmart the one time when i was still in germantown I was, 
pulling up the, the aisle and it's an angled one. So I'm going in the correct direction and this car's coming, coming down and, you know, just some mm-hmm. fucking lady, you know, and she's driving down the wrong way. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I just, I stopped right in the middle and she's looking at me and I just mm-hmm. kind of like, kind of like pushing my hand, like back up. Yeah. <laughs> and she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Backed all the way back up. And I remember putting that on Facebook and Heidi's like, she's like, Oh, sometimes when people aren't paying attention like me, which apparently she's done. And she's like, kids screaming in the car, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, well, if it was you, it'd be a different story. And I'm like, ah, probably not. But uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh don't tell my company this okay but <laughs> everyone be quiet no right okay so uh you know i'm sure 75 mm, percent of the people listening to this don't know that you should never pass a truck on the right i know 25 percent of you are going yeah of course but the other <laughs> most of you are anyway um, so I'll be the two lane highway, right? I'll be in the left lane cause I needed to get over for whatever reason. And I will hit my signal and look at my mirror and some asshole who's riding my ass in the left lane decides he's going to go and shoot around me on the right. Now I've already got my signal going, right? So he'll get about halfway up my trailer and I start moving over. <laughs> I see him. I know he's there. I'm not going to hit him. But I start drifting ever so slowly. <laughs> Asshole. Don't pass me on the right. <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. And here's, so, again, going back to my going back to my dad, and you and I, you've, you've driven with me enough. And mm-hmm. I remember asking you, and, and we were... Yeah. God, only probably maybe maybe even not even a year sober. We were driving from the three quarter right. house over to the to the Keating Center for a meeting, mm-hmm. and I remember asking you, "I'm like, I'm like, are, I said, are you cool with this?" I said, "The more I, you know, because you ride with me all the time, but mm-hmm. and I said, being a driver, I said, or you know, I said, are you, I don't know, judge, however I put it, and and right. you know, you said that you were comfortable with me, which I thought was yeah. I am, which is a rare thing because I'm, you know, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm not generally comfortable with someone else driving, but yeah, you are one of the few exceptions. And, yeah. and I mean, to me that, that was fucking huge, you know, yeah. but, but here's the thing. So, um, and I, I still, I drive like an ass every once in a while. I drive too fast. Yeah. I've done things I shouldn't do all those sort of things. Right. But, um, my dad taught me a lot. My dad has driven. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever drove any like semis with a trailer on it, but he's driven, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cab, park. large vehicles. Yeah. And he's, right. he's driven actually, cause they used to take trucks like you drive and make them in the uh-huh. dump truck. So, I mean, he's driven, mm-hmm. he's driven those just not with the trailer on it. Right. And dump trucks and all those sort of things and blah, blah, blah. And yep. one of the things that I remember long before I ever got my license, um, we'd be driving along and, you know, he said, uh, he goes, you know, it's a little different when, when I was younger and I started driving, you know, he's like, you know, speed limits were 75 and 80 and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, the cars were right. built like they are. And, you know, he goes, right. really, he goes, you know, the two hands on the wheel thing, he goes, it wasn't stupid. He goes, you know, you get these, right. these cars were built for speed, but not handling, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but he was always like, if I ever had you know, a cup of coffee or whatever it was, and I think he'd probably make a joke or if I was grabbing my beer, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, he said, he goes, I'd never take my eyes off the road and, you know, take a drink right. and put it back and hands back on the wheel. So mm-hmm. I remembered that. And even to this day, when, when I'm driving along, well, you know me, I've always got a cup of coffee. Um, I never right. take my eyes off the road when I grab my coffee, huh? you know? Right. Um, 
and I, I mean, I'm always, again, if I start, if I cruise along with somebody, if I'm doing 90 miles an hour or something like that, mm-hmm. I put both fucking hands on the wheel. <laughs> right. You know I mean? You don't fucking know. Um, right. And he taught me the thing with trucks, you know, flashing the lights and they'll flash you back mm-hmm. and all that sort of things. And um, every once in a while, if you do that, if you do that to them, you know, when you're pulling around, they give you the flash and you hit the hazards and to say thank you to right. them, you know. He's like, yeah, he goes, that person, that truck just thanked me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So um, (laughs) if I see a truck like that stuck in a left-hand lane, I'll move over because I'll see these, all these fucking cars passing people um, or passing these trucks on the right. And I'll go Mm -hmm. in the right-hand lane and I'll flash my lights a couple of times and then just sit right back there so he could see me. And then usually 80% of the time they'll move over and they'll thank you. And I go around, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, right. Yeah. Sometimes you're sitting there for like, yeah. But I mean, sometimes you're sitting there for like, you know, fucking three miles and the guy's just sitting there. I'm like, this guy's a dumb fuck. Mm. Then I'll go, oh, yeah. then I'll go around. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then you blow past them and flip <laughs> them off as you go by. No. That That's perfectly fine. No. But yeah, just because you have a CDL doesn't mean you have a brain. <laughs> but the other thing I do is even if that happens, if it's a, if up on a three lane highway like that and the truck's in the middle and I end up, you know, getting pushed over to the right before I'll mm-hmm. come over into that left-hand lane again, I'll, I'll go up, you know, three, four car lengths and then put my blinker on. So I make sure he sees me, you know, yeah. before I turn back in front, because I've, uh, I've seen yeah. your dash cams. I've seen Tony's, I've seen all these people. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, I, I know what's going through your fucking minds. Like, you know, some fucking car comes out of fucking nowhere, you know? So, yeah, right. Cuts right in front of you. And yeah. you know, Hey asshole, I'm the one that's going to run over you. <laughs> I can't stop that fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's... I know. Yep. <laughs> but so where were you, Dick? Yeah. Well, I, I still don't. I, whatever. <laughs> okay. So maybe I wasn't a dick. So I just, uh, no. I, I had some fun. Sometimes you have to show people that they're doing something <laughs> wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Let me redo my note. I woke up. <laughs> I woke up a driver today. Yes. Yes. Um, and hopefully they were a better driver for it. Yeah. She should just say thank Probably you. Probably not, but yeah, she should. <laughs> she should just say Absolutely. thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. but I, I did that i did that one other time uh come to think of it when i was pulling down the street where i used to live in germantown same deal it was a fucking minivan again driving down the middle of the mm. road <laughs> it's right. fucking just terrible but um yeah okay so i guess let me take that uh-huh. back i was not right. i was yeah. not a dick grab a cup of coffee no they're, so, they're sitting there staring at their phones doing 75 down the fucking freeway <laughs> right <laughs> yep uh, okay so, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> tell us about, about Cinema Wasteland from last week. I want to hear about that. Cinema Wasteland. Cinema Wasteland was fun once again. Um, um, actually, I had uh, three different people come up to me. I th- one of them was uh, the couple that I met last year, or last <laughs> really? time. Um, yeah, they were there again. Um, it, it, there's a lot of repeat people. It's, it's uh, People go all the time. You know, um, it's, it's, uh, one of the t-shirts is wasteland is family. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, right. Um, so yeah, they came by and said, hi. Um, I, I posted on Facebook, uh, my favorite quote from the weekend was a couple, another, a different couple came up and, uh, 
And the guy looked at me, he goes, Hey, you're the sober, but still funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, that's right. That's a sober, not mature. <laughs> yeah. I saw the Facebook thing and I was, I, it, if you didn't bring that up when you were talking about it now, I was going to, I was going to remind you of that made me laugh. That made me laugh a lot. Yeah, that was great. It made me laugh at the time. <laughs> hey, you're the sober, but still funny. That's right. <laughs> we, we are not a glove lot. <laughs> right. That's right, pal. <laughs> um yeah there was another couple too and uh the uh the couple from last time actually um we were talking and whatever blah 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 and um i had a couple of bracelets and a couple of pens in oh, nice. my trunk so yeah i got those to them um so we've got more people walking around with our stuff cool stuff that you can order from our store what is that <laughs> store again bill <laughs> that would be sober not mature shop.com <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> but, um, you know, I will I'll have to bring that out. So, um, yeah, because when when I come out there for the for the clam bake, um, mm -hmm. I want. Do you think we'll have time to wonder for well, are we going to have time to do the Jean Marie house thing with the books or will they will they be at the. Will they just be, oh, yeah. Be at the clam bake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Michelle's the director there now, so she'll be at the clam bake. No, I know. I know. But I was just wondering as I thought about that, because we want to be able to obviously hand it out to the residents there, but they should have. Mm -hmm. They should have, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. The girls will be there serving and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Last uh, board meeting we had, Marty said he's going to have the girls serve. It's not going to be the line like it, it's been in the past. So uh, that will not be a problem. Okay. Cool. Yep. So yeah, I'll bring those, and then um, I'll, I'll bring some more, you know, pens and bracelets and stuff like that that yeah. uh, that you can have, or we can whether we hand them out to people there or just you can have them. It's it's yeah. cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so the three couples that came up, and then yeah, the the one about mm -hmm. yeah, silver so funny that that made me laugh. But uh, so in general, yep. how did how did Chris do with her stuff though? Oh um, man, it wasn't our best show, but um, you know, she did okay. That's cool. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be back in the spring, so right. Yep. She's got more ideas for stuff. She's like, yeah, I got to come back. I got all this stuff in my head I got to make. So, <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> uh, No, it's just, I, I know it's a lot. It's a lot of fun for her and it's become a lot of fun for you. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's it's nice. I mean, especially in, then on top of that, having just these fucking random people. But I mean, I, again, obviously the couple from last year, but, you know, right. just having random people come up like that. And uh, I, I don't know. That's well, kinda... again, you know, it's it's the horror community and, um, you know, the mummy and the monkey are there and they run our promo. So right. a lot of people watch them. And so they've seen it from, uh, you know, that. And yeah, 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 yeah. it's it's a it's a tight knit community and uh, we're all creepy and kooky and mysterious and ooky. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's that's a good cool. time. That's yep. good. Yeah, and uh, and speaking about the like our store and stuff like that, or I guess uh, easing into mm -hmm. our the Hazelden thing I talked about. Mm -hmm. So um, we've got actually, uh, and I, I haven't done the the post yet on Instagram or any social media or Facebook or anything like that right. yet, but I will. Um, but we approached. Well, first of all, let me step back. We approached Hazelton shit over a year ago um, right. to uh, be a, become a authorized retailer for their books. So we right. have all the, mm -hmm. all the books that we read, all the Hazelden books we, you know, we have right. on our store. Uh, we've got some of the merchandise on there. And um, again, 
if if you guys are, are looking for anything like that, um, our pricing, I'll be honest with you, you can look around. You're probably going to find it cheaper in some cases. Maybe mm-hmm. if it's on sale, you find a little bit less. Uh, but we right. have it available. We're an authorized retailer. And one of the reasons we did it is because we believe in Hazelden and the books mm-hmm. and all those sort of things. And it just, on top of it, I mean, they're the, I mean, they're the authority in recovery shit, right? I mean, when it comes to readings right. and merchandise. So yeah, yeah um, the literature, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, it's, it was a, a huge honor. It's second only to the official AA stuff. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. so huge honor for us to be able, even able to, to be partnered on that level. And mm-hmm. then um, a few months ago, what, what Mike and I were talking about was we were trying to figure out some way to donate to the recovery community, but try to do it on a, on a national basis, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Keating center is always our, our number one, you know, we give money. Sure. Um, I just did that for my birthday thing. I think you do every year. Um, you mm-hmm. know, so we gain money through or raise money through Facebook and, um, all the events, anything we can help out with, they're our number one, but right. we wanted to have an opportunity through our website. Um, if anyone out there, you know, wants to donate to a national organization, which is Hazelden, and it's actually mm-hmm. the Hazelden Betty Ford Foundation. So right. for anyone that doesn't know, most people have heard of the Betty Ford Clinic. If nothing else, it's mm-hmm. been part of a joke in uh, in sure. over the years. Um, but the but the Betty Ford Clinic is now part of Hazelden. So it's the Hazelden Betty Ford Foundation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we approached them a few months ago and this was kind of a, this was kind of a, it was an undertaking. I'll call it a big deal only in the sense of what they had to go through, um, sure. how to allow us to donate. And, and I mean that how to allow us to donate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you can't do it. If you do a merchandise sale type of this, there's all this red tape and paperwork and legal shit, yeah, right. um, which neither one of us thought of. So, you know, we like, don't do that. And then their idea, Hazelden said, if we can do it, if we can get this approved, we'll set up a donation page strictly for you guys. And then you can Uh put it on your website and then promote it. And I'm like, cool. And it, and it took, it took three months. I think it was June Mm -hmm. when we first approached them because we wanted to do something in the summer because they're like, oh, we got this, you know, there's September and there's October and there's all, I'm like, we'd like to do something sooner than later, you know? Um, sure. But anyhow, so because we're impatient, right? It's just we want to help. <laughs> we want to help, man. <laughs> There's a fucking change for you. Right. Yeah. Getting fucking getting fucking anxious to try to help somebody make money or, or, or you know get donations. <laughs> but so after a few months and a lot of work, and um, I'm sure there are lawyers and shit involved, and uh, you know yeah. that's honest to god truth. Um, they set up a donation page for us, and we just got it set up on our website. Um, finished it up. Yes, actually today. So. Mm-hmm. On our main website, not our merchandise website, but our main right. website, which mm-hmm. is SoberNotMature.com. If you go mm-hmm. to that website, look up on top, you're going to see in the menu item, if it's on mobile, do the drop down. You'll see Hazelden Betty Ford Foundation. Click yep. on that. There's a there's a page. And it gives a little bit of background on Hazelden, what they do, who they help. And then you're going to mm-hmm. see at the bottom of that two areas you can click. One, you can click to donate. This money does not go through us. If you look at it, once nope. you hit that donation page, it's going directly to them. We have no mm-hmm. hands on that money at all. We, nope. As it turns out, they want they needed it that way, uh-huh. and it turns out being better because we we don't have to fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Quite honestly, <laughs> yeah. and then right, yeah. But then right below that, there's a if you do want to purchase any Hazelden merchandise, 
or books, then that goes to our web store. That's right underneath. And it's clear. Mm -hmm. Not trying to fake right. anyone out. I mean, it says donate no, no. to them. And it says also if you want to buy books. But uh, right. we'll start posting that up on, on social media. But our, our goal here is, um, once again, Hazelden helps a lot of people. They got clinics. They got uh, they do outreaches all over the place. It's it. Yep. It's a lot of shit going on and it's all part of the recovery community. So um, whether you're in, in the, the sober curious to the gray, to the full blown alcoholic, to the AA, to the whatever the fuck you do, you know, if you're mm -hmm. anywhere in the recovery community, um, at some point they probably touched a part of your life, right? Absolutely. So. Yep. You or family or whatever. Yeah. You know, somebody, somebody read a book or went to one of their uh, clinics or yes, absolutely. You know, they help a lot of people in a lot of ways and we're just trying to help them out a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, just, um, it, it, and I, both of us, I mean, seriously, it's, uh, it, it's an honor. I mean, it's, a, it seems kind of cheesy to say it, but, um, mm. it is, it's, no, a, it is. it's, it's an honor to be able to, um, in, in knowing, and shit, I mean, go, going back and forth to these emails with this dude, um, he was really cool about the whole thing, you know, and he was mm -hmm. just, I had a phone call with him whenever it was back in the early summer. And he went through all the scenarios, right. you know, um, very transparent, very open with me. Um, mm -hmm. And they, these people, <laughs> when, when we first, because uh, I, I just got asked by um, Elise from the Sober Curator, uh, I don't know, like a month or so ago. She's like, mm -hmm. how in the hell did you guys ever get to sell Hazelden books? <laughs> and I said, um, seriously? She's like, yeah, seriously. I said, we asked. She's like, that's mm -hmm. it. I'm like, well, that wasn't it. But, but yeah, right. I just, I kind of knocked on their door and said, Hey, we want to sell your books. <laughs> yep. yep. And literally at that time, she's like the lady that I talked to, who are you? What do you do? Mm -hmm. What does this pertaining? A couple of drunks that <laughs> talk out into the internet once a week, right. and, <laughs> but we want to help. We want to spread the word. Yeah. And, and the funniest part is she's like, I don't even know how to designate you guys. And uh, she goes, if I, if, welcome to our world. She's like, this is again with the book sales, not with the donation part. But she said, uh, mm -hmm. you know, she said, if I can get this, get this approved. She's like, I, we, she goes, we deal with brick and mortar stores and recovery right. groups. She's like, I don't know how to designate you. And for the life of me, I can't remember what, I, I don't know what they did, but you know, we got it. We got approved for it. Right. But the, but the same thing with the same thing with this, they do these promotions. There's a lot of groups that do this, but it's usually mm -hmm. it's recovery groups. So um, right. they had to do, they literally had to build a page for us, which again, that the more, the more I think about it, I'm just, it's, it, it is, it's, it's an honor. So. Yeah, it is. It is. And it, it just goes to show, you know, you, you get, uh, you want to do a right thing and you just kind of point it out to somebody and they're going to help you do it and it's going to get done. Right. It's pretty cool. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and and once again, I mean, just knowing that, uh, and, and I can't say it enough and I know Mike, Mike feels the same way. I mean, mm. um, how much Hazelden as, as a group means to us. And again, if nothing else, the books, but, right. um, yeah. you know, we understand where, all the work that they do, but even if it's on mm -hmm. the most simplistic level, you know, that every day, every single day starts out with Hazelden yep. for us every day, you know? Yep. So yep. it's, they're a big, they're a big fucking deal <laughs> to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And, and like you said, you know, the Betty Ford clinic, I mean, it was a goddamn punchline for years and years, <laughs> right. you know, hey, going to Betty Ford. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right. And for you kids that don't know, Betty Ford was Gerald Ford's wife. She was the first lady of the country and uh, she's one of us. 
you know, she was one of those, uh, she was drinking cologne and shit. <laughs> yeah, she's got a real interesting story. Wikipedia, that shit. <laughs> you know, I don't even think that I ever um, read that story. I might have to do that myself, so. Mm. But, oh, yeah, yeah. She swilling cologne in the White House. Well, um, my, again, my, my dad, you know, I, I've told people stories about this before, and I know you've, you've heard it or seen it, but um, he said that, you know, yeah, people used to take, take bread and strain the cologne through the bread to try to get some of yep. the, uh, whatever it is, the chemicals and shit out of there. Um, right. and yeah, just, well, I mean, it's, it's the wrong kind of fucking alcohol. It's wood alcohol. Right. It'll make you fucking go blind, but it'll <laughs> fuck you up. Right. <laughs> is it really, it's wood alcohol? I guess I never knew that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rubbing alcohol. It's not, it's not, you know, like corn or no, it's wood alcohol. Yeah. Isop, isoprope or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. 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 It's clone. It's rubbing alcohol. Right. But again. It give you a buzz. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that reminds me of the dude that uh, um, in the Keating Center that downed like half a bottle of Scope and Giant Eagle. Ah. Um, uh-huh. Do you remember that? I no, and it's Scope. Yeah, well, whatever, man. You got to use Listerine. Come on, get it right, dude. I think it was. I think I'm pretty sure it was Scope, and it was uh, the dude that used to um, fix all the bikes. At the Keating Center, ah, you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. Sure. Yeah, because he, uh, yeah, he came back, uh, back to the house and stuff like that, and <laughs> his fucking ball into somebody that he relapsed, and just in uh-huh. my head, I'm like, and I, I got it. I mean, again, all these stories from my dad, the clone, the scope, the all this different mm-hmm. shit, or right. or Listerine or whatever it is. Um, yeah. But I was just like, I'm like, and again, being so newly sober, we were still halfway at the time. I know we were. And, oh yeah. And in my head, I'm like. You fucking wasted a relapse on scope. Yep. <laughs> that was that was my thought. I mean, that's kind of fucked up, but even mm-hmm. even in my head right now, I'm like, God, really? But um that's Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you're at the Keating Center, you got no fucking money. Right. Walk in and grab the bottle off the shelf and chug it down. Yeah. You know, I mean I I you know, I remember there was a few times in my life I'd wake up at some broad's house and fucking morning oh, yeah. and I need to fucking pop and uh, there's that bottle of Listerine in the bathroom. I'll chug half that down to get me out the door. And I did. You know what? I, uh, I actually, I think I remember you saying that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I never, um, the only thing that I ever did, uh, while I was still, while I was still drinking was, um, like, you know, if, if I had a cold, you know, taking whatever, uh-huh. whatever the dosage was of NyQuil, I never paid attention nah. to it. I just take no, a fucking no. big ass drink of it and oh, <laughs> if yeah. I can go to bed, you know, in it, it never helped me, <laughs> you know, it didn't help me sleep, you know, probably cause I no. was, uh, but... well, the, the thing with that stuff, not that I'd know anything about this uh, <laughs> is yes, it has alcohol in it, but it's got all that other shit in it, decongestant and stuff. And you do too much of it and it wires you up oh. despite the alcohol in it. Yeah. Hmm. I did not uh-huh. know that again. Not that I'd know anything about that, right. but yes, drinking, and, uh... drinking a bottle of NyQuil, not, not a swig, drink the bottle, right. put it down. Yep. It'll get you going. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has to have your body just going in 17 different directions right <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right so how do we get on scope good times betty ford oh yeah betty ford and cologne yes, yes. okay let's let's get back right. to the serious part <laughs> go to our website <laughs> uh-huh. sober not <laughs> so you yeah so you end up fucking drinking a bottle of nyquil <laughs> right or for those out there that are drinking nyquil right now um the, the right. hazelden betty ford foundation can help 
that's a wonderful advertisement for them. Yes, it is. <laughs> but, um, but no, literally go to our uh, SoberNotMature.com drop-down menu on mobile. If you're on the desktop, you'll see it up on top. Um, click through. Yep. It's that uh, you know, it's that page. And over the next, um, if not tomorrow, certainly by the beginning of the week, um, I'll start posting mm-hmm. it on Instagram and Facebook. So, um, and I think I'll on Instagram, I'll end up um, just pinning that post right to the top. Mm-hmm. So if anyone, if anyone visits our Instagram page at any point next week, um, you should, that should be the first pinned post on our Instagram page and you'll, right. you'll be able to click through and um, I'll put it in our highlights and all that good stuff. So, but uh, yeah. 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 I mean, basically it's just, you know, uh, we're just trying to point people. If you're wondering how you can help make this world a little bit better, yeah. um, you know, throw a couple of bucks. Doesn't have to be a lot. Doesn't have to, you know, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with, but you want to, you want to contribute to the good of the world and help battle this disease that we have and many of you have as well um or someone you love has um you want to help that's all it is man throw a couple bucks their way because they do good work yep exactly yep all right see now that wrapped up nicely all the shit that we ran that through and you wrapped that up nicely so thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right so um i think we got uh yeah those little things that i want to talk about all right so yeah there is um Something that I, I wrote down part of this a while ago, and then uh, this just came up again. Uh, I was listening to a, uh, just bits and pieces of a podcast today. So a lot of, and I know we've talked about this, I think, at least in a general sense, but a lot of podcasts are, it almost seems like they always talk about um, trauma and what a person was running from or, or that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And basically, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the podcasts are focusing on placing, at least in my, and this is just, these are all my opinions, but it feels like everyone's trying to place a reason, even place, let's mm-hmm. say, a blame on why a person drank mm-hmm. or used. Um, so, right. and you and I have talked about this in the sense of fact of, in a general sense, that we don't think we drank over every, anything, but I want to go through that again. But um, yeah. the, I was just kind of, I, I thought it'd be worth a conversation only because that nobody ever, and I, I don't think, not even think. I know we're not, we're not unique. We're not the only ones to think this, but it just seems mm-hmm. to be the norm that if you walk in a recovery room, everyone's looking mm-hmm. for the reason why you drink, trying to place it on something. Sure. Okay. It's a, it's a trauma. Right. It's a divorce. It's a childhood thing. Um, this mm-hmm. one, this podcast I listened to uh, today, which kind of made me think about it again and added to it. Mm-hmm. And this lady, I, I read, I read kind of the thing. She's like, Oh, she's from Wisconsin. You know, as I, as he started opening with what it was, he does this intro and then he does the interview and then whatever. So in mm-hmm. his intro, this is without the person on the podcast. He's like, Oh, and she, you know, was born in Wisconsin and the hot drinking culture. And, you know, of course she became mm. an alcoholic. And in my head, I'm like, mm. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Granted, you and I have talked in, in all that stuff. I mean, but it's Wisconsin, it's Cleveland. You were from Detroit. You lived in fucking yep. Los Angeles and San Francisco and mm-hmm. Sacramento and all these right. other fucking places. You know, yep. but she starts going on. She's like, well, my parents were, an al- were alcoholics and they met in a beer tent. So, and then, mm-hmm. you know, this small town I lived in, she's like, there's more bars than churches. Now, everything uh-huh. she's saying about that, I just mentioned that a couple of weeks ago when we were talking. Right. All those things mm-hmm. are true, but... <laughs> I mean, people aren't fucking alcoholics because there's four bars in a small fucking town. I mean, they're just not. And so that part of it was kind of the irritant thing. But okay, so back to Uh like the the trauma thing and stuff like that. The the only thing I was thinking is just your mindset again on that. And then I don't I just think it'd be 
a conversation about the fact that it doesn't there doesn't have to be blame put on somebody or something, right? No, there shouldn't be blame put on someone or something. Excuses, man. Um, you know, I mean, I, and I know I'm speaking for both of us. We drink because we like the effect. We want to fucking feel good all the time. Um, <laughs> you know, yes, traumas in my life. Um, yeah, you know, of course, everybody, that's that's life. You know, life is traumatic. Um, and some of us, uh, you know... <sighs> No, I, I drank because I wanted to get fucked up. You know, I it doesn't matter why. I wanted to escape being uncomfortable. I wanted to be comfortable. Um, it's it's it, yeah. You know, it all comes down to it. you can find excuses. There are no excuses. The excuse is I'm selfish, self centered, and I want to feel good all the time, <laughs> or I don't want to feel bad, or I'm trying to cover up something you know my bad feelings whatever they may be from wherever um that's why we work the steps man that's why we do that eighth step that we talked about that we have to forgive the people that hurt us um yeah doesn't matter you know the the bottom line is we don't want to feel pain any pain you know to whatever degree that pain is some is worse than others thankfully ours wasn't as bad as some people but same thing. We didn't want to feel any pain at all. You know, I mean, it's, you know, feeling no pain, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I want to live my fucking life feeling no pain. Right. Well, that doesn't work, you know, and then it comes to a point where it's, you know, the substance takes over. You know, we are chemically and bodily and mentally different than our fellows. Um and and so it gets to a point where we can't just go, eh, I, I, I can't do this anymore. It's it's causing too much harm. The 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 pain reduction is causing too much harm to myself. I need to stop. We can't do that. You know, um, like the book says, man, you know, given sufficient reason, we couldn't stop on our own. I had plenty of reasons to stop drinking. I couldn't do it at the end. Could not stop no matter what. And, um, you know, but so I work a program of recovery and <sighs> haven't found it necessary to take a drink or a drug in over 13 years. Woohoo. Something works. Right. Yeah. You know, and I feel pain, but, um, not, <sighs> not like I used to, you know, and when I do feel pain, I have ways to deal with it. Thanks to the program, you know, um, yeah. Finding an excuse. I was traumatized. Fuck, we were all traumatized. Get over it. You know, <laughs> and the best way to do it, and it is the program, you know, do something for somebody else. It still doesn't make sense. How does that make my life better? I'm feeling like shit. I'm going to go make somebody else feel better. And then I don't feel like shit. Hmm. It's that fucking simple, people. Right. It is. It really, really is. I have trauma. Well, you know what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to go make somebody else feel better. And, and my my trauma doesn't matter because I'm not focused on it. You know, stop thinking about it. Stop blaming. Stop. Stop. You know, be a better person. Do something nice for somebody else, and 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 your life gets better. It's that simple, right? Stop focusing on the bad shit that happened 20 years ago, or yesterday, or five minutes ago. Is it happening right now? Well, then it's okay. It's all right. It's not happening right now. 
then it's not happening. That's all. Well, and and here's the other thing too, is that, and we've talked to plenty of people on here. We've had guests on here and we've heard plenty of leads, mm-hmm. hundreds, if not thousands of leads, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of stories, if nothing else, maybe not leads, right. but mm-hmm. of people who got sober and then figured out other things. Uh, you were mm-hmm. talking about that individual that you knew that, you know, medication, this and that, even the shit out, you know, um, we've right. known people that found out, well, shit, I'm fucking bipolar. I got to take care of that mm-hmm. shit. We found right. people that once they got sober and maybe they had a childhood thing or whatever, that was still fucking with their head. Now they had a clear right. head to be able to deal with that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but the, but the key was in, in all these stories is the person got sober first, you know? Right. And, but here, and here's the flip side of the coin. There's a, there's millions and millions of people out there that are not alcoholics Mm -hmm. that have had trauma. So the two were not intermingled. That's, that's the thing. Now people say, well, I I drank at it because I was upset. Okay. Maybe whatever. Everyone's got their, you know, case of their fuckets Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff, but they're two separate, two separate things. The thing that that bothers me is that I have, and I don't think, hopefully everyone understands neither one of us have any issue with somebody seeking, you know, help or counseling or mental health or anything like oh, that, no. of course you know, not. seeking help to deal with any issues that you had. The thing that, the thing mm-hmm. that bothers me though, is that rather than somebody realizing that those are more than likely, I'm not going to say hundred percent, but more than likely mm-hmm. separate events, you know, that the alcoholism and whatever is that it mm-hmm. just seems like all of these and it bothers me. I listen to so many of these podcasts and they're good, mm-hmm. they're good people and they're great stories. But sure. it's like the question always is in every podcast that you and I have been guests on, that uh-huh. that gets brought up yep. every single time. And with uh Mackenzie was like the coolest one, the last one we had, the uh mm-hmm. the raw thoughts. Cause she asked and right. she's like she's like, That's interesting though, that you say that you had the all these dark times, but you don't consider it depression. You know, so she right. asked another question, just like, why do you say that? <laughs> and I'm like, this, this is why, because I, you know what, I, I had my moments and stuff like that, but I was drinking my ass oh, yeah. off and doing all these different things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I understand people have had true, you know, the, these true problems and this true depression, this clinical shit, sure. you know, and I wasn't, right. I wasn't about to place a, you know, place a, I don't know, an excuse on the reason I was acting that way. I was drinking my ass off, which probably made me depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't no, alcohol is a depressant. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I wasn't going to lay that excuse on there because it doesn't matter to mm-hmm. me, you know, mm. but, but the thing of it is, it just, it, it, I don't even know if bothers me is the, is the right way to put it, but I just don't understand that everything, everyone wants to seem to say, okay, why do you drink? What happened to you? Why do you drink? Mm-hmm. What, you know, right. what, what trauma did you go through? It doesn't have to be that, you know? Mm. So I guess that's our, that's our point is that if you're, if you're looking for a reason why you drank to Mike's point, uh. it doesn't fucking matter. Take care no. of your shit first. And if there's still mm-hmm. stuff for you to take care of, guess what? Now you're going to have a clear head to be able to figure it out. You know? Absolutely. So clear mind, clear body, clear. Yeah, exactly. Conscious and soul. And then you can take care of the rest of it. And yes, it doesn't, <laughs> Yeah. Like you said, man, they're, they're separate issues. Mm-hmm. They, they truly are. They truly, truly are. And if, if you can't separate them, then that's a problem you need to work on. Right. Yeah. Cause they are different. They're, they're different. Cause like you said, there's plenty of people that were traumatized that aren't alcoholics and there's plenty of alcoholics that weren't traumatized. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. it reminds me of, uh, you know, one of those word problems. If X mm. equals Y and Y mm-hmm. sometimes equals X, does that mean right. X equals, wait, what? 
No. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say no. Next question. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Venn diagram. Yes. There's, there, there's, it certainly intersects in a lot of places, but they are separate issues. Right. Yeah. Again, just our opinion, but yeah, you know, opinions are like assholes and we're assholes and that's our opinion. Right. And you know, and the thing of it is, and I, you know, I, I every time we talk about this stuff, I, I try to make it clear and I know we both do that. We're not, mm. we're not minimizing somebody who went through trauma and stuff like that. It's oh, just God, that, no. you know, it's just the, the whole point of, um, I, I just, it bothers me when somebody says, okay, that let's find the reason why you drank. Well, why don't you mm. just take care of the, take care of me first and then let's, right. let's figure out all this other garbage. Once I can see, you know, yeah, I mean, the, right. the room's still full of fucking smoke, you know, get, mm-hmm. get me out of the smoke first and then we'll figure out how the fire started. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it is, it, and it is my opinion. Yeah. That true alcoholics like us, um, yeah, it's, we're born that way. It's, it's our bodies and our minds react differently. You know, once we put in, we can't stop, you know, we want more, you know, the normies, my, my girlfriend, Chris, you know, she has half a glass of wine and goes, Ooh, I'm starting to feel it. I got to stop. <laughs> no, right. We're wired differently. Right. We, we're starting to feel it. We want more. Yes. That's all. It's weird. You know, it's a chemical. Th- it's not, it's not from a life thing. We're born this way. We're different. We're wired differently. We're chemically different, just like people who are depressed or have schizophrenia or any of that. It's we're chemically different. There are different compositions to a normal person, whatever the hell that is. Right. Someone that's wired up. Right. There's my big giant air quotes for the episode. (laughs) They're wired correctly. (laughs) And you know, it's, and and you and I have talked about this. I know we, I think we've talked about it on here, but um, I'm sure that you and I have talked about it individually Um, to begin with. um, I, I wrestled with that. I don't wrestle with it. It, it bothered me even when people like, well, you know, well, your dad was and you're this and that. Huh? And I mean, okay. So I just got to the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck why, you know, right. whether it's hereditary or not, whether it's, um, you know, whether it was by environment, whether it was whatever it was, I don't hmm. care. I mean, the thing I care about now, the only thing I'm focused on is that I, I know what I am. I know mm-hmm. what to do and I'm part of right. it, you know, and that's right. it. That's all I have to know, right. you know? Yeah. And I, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced it's genetic, and it's yeah, it's not like, you know, um, well, my you know, my mom was an alcoholic, so I'm an alcoholic. Well, my mom was an alcoholic, I'm an alcoholic. My sister isn't an alcoholic. Um, you know, she has blue eyes. My mom had hazel eyes. I have brown eyes. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's right. got nothing. You know, yes, it is genetic, and it's got nothing to do with anything other than, you know, yes, my genes are put together in a way where alcohol affects me differently than other people. Right. To the point where I can't, as Mark Marin says, safely drink and use. <laughs> Some people can. I can't. Right. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of a, it was the thing though. It kind of wrestled in my head. Not that I was trying to fight it, but sure. you know, you, again, me being the why person that I am, but I just got to mm-hmm. the point where somebody's like, okay, you know, it's, it, it is genetic. Cool. You know, or it's yep. based on your upbringing. Fine. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's done. I mean, I know, I know who I am and, and the, the thing that I do right. know, which leads back to, which leads me to believe that there might be something to what you have to say. I'm just going to say that <laughs> mm-hmm. is that I know now, and, and I figured this out years ago, but, um, I never drank normally, you know, never, you know, right. from the, from yeah. the first time I took a, a sip of alcohol or snuck it as a kid to, you know, to right. the last drinks I took before I was dragged to detox. Um, I mm-hmm. never, I never took a drink. I never had just one. I never right. um, enjoyed a, a glass of anything, you know, just for yeah. the pure flavor and ecstasy uh-huh. or what, you know, you see these people on TV, you know, yeah. the fucking wine connoisseurs and the, this and that, and the smelling and the, sure. I don't even understand wine glasses. What's the fucking point? I'm, <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm watching, I'm rewatching Ozark. Okay. On Netflix. Uh-huh. And one of the main characters, um, the wife of Jason Bateman, she, she drinks mm-hmm. wine a lot and they drink wine again and whatever. But right. um, Kathy's got glasses like this. They're big, you know, to the yeah. point where she, right, right. she literally has to tip her whole head back to take mm. a drink. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> right. I'm like, why? You literally have to have to tilt your whole fucking head back to take a drink of that wine. Cause the, if, if she tried to tilt the glass up, it would hit her forehead. She still wouldn't get any liquid out of it. <laughs> ah. You know, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? The big wine glasses, yeah, you know, the, yeah, long, yeah, the yeah. deep ones. And I'm like, the, right. I, <laughs> The, right. One of the funniest leads, and you'll probably remember this, the guy said at the at the end, you know, a mixed drink was him was and he, you know, was pretending to, you know, little, I don't know, whiskey, soda, and then his mixed drink was him shaking his shaking the liquid around in his mouth. And yeah, I'm like, right. that I can relate to. I mean, yeah, tor- absolutely. towards the end I drank out of a, you know, a, a little fucking plastic uh Wisconsin or no Waukesha County Fair Cup. You know, I mean I didn't care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Give a fuck. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, you know, glasses just fucking slow you down. Mm-hmm. Put an extra step in there. And it's it, it's already in a bottle. Just put it to your lips and pull it back, man. Right. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> if you need to cut it with something, just have a thing of soda next to you. Just don't, don't. Yeah. You know, right. it works. Yeah. <laughs> Shot in a beer. Right. That was me, man. You know, take a hit off the bottle, then take a hit off a beer. Right. That, that was a mixed drink. Yeah. You know, I come to think, but I, I did that a lot. I want my chaser to have alcohol in it too. Right. <laughs> that's that's actually How's that for a real alcoholic, motherfuckers? Right. Yeah. And I mean seriously, I mean I I yeah. And you know, people putting, you know, it's like on the rocks or neat or this and that. I'm like, fuck, I just drank right. it. I just put a sprig of mint in it. Right. <laughs> and you know the, the funny thing? I didn't know in honest to God's truth, I didn't know what the word neat meant until after I got sober. Cause I never, ordered, ah. I never ordered a drink that way. And you'd see, I start seeing it on TV shows and movies. And I'm like, what the fuck is neat? Mm-hmm. And then I realized I'm like, Oh, that's just like just the liquor in the yep. glass. I'm like, Oh, straight shot. So I used, yep. I used to drink my whiskey neat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Although I did use the term neat. You did? Because <laughs> I, oh yeah, well, I wanted to make it very clear. I didn't want anything in there but the booze. <laughs> it just, to, to this day, the word is just so fucking stupid. I mean, you know, I've heard, I, I remember hearing like straight up, it's the same deal. But yeah, when people say, sure. it's, when you say neat, I'm like, what the f- literally i don't know i don't know how sober I, or how many years I, how sober <laughs> i don't know how many years i was sober but it it wasn't right away and uh i know mm-hmm. i was after i got sober mm-hmm. that you know i heard the word needs I, I seriously what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> uh, neato neato 
<laughs> All right. Um, I've got other stuff. Yeah. There, there's another there's another thing on here, but this will I, I don't want to light another fire this late in the episode because this will this will be a fire lighter. <laughs> this has been sitting All right. sitting on my list for a while, but uh, we'll get we'll get into this another time. So, Smoldering. Yeah, it's I'm gonna leave it. Uh, <laughs> what it what? Oh God, how do we start that off? Steaming ball of hot hot steaming ball. Hot yeah, steaming hot ball steaming of gas. Ball of gas. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what this. Yeah, that's what this bitch is. Uh huh. So anyhow, um. So the the last thing though is the the thing that uh, um, the your whole out statement that Breeze did for us, which is ah uh, yes, which is kind of cool. So um, I, we might as well figure this out now. I think that you're still going to read it off every episode. Um, okay. But, I mean, if you want, it's up to you because I think I think it's yeah. you know it's fun to do that. But what I can do, the end of our episode after we all say goodbye, the only thing that was mm-hmm. our I don't even remember what our our quote unquote outro now says. I think it just thanks people for listening and. Visit yeah. our websites or whatever. Right. Fuck it. I don't care. I can drop your thing in there at the end too and just have yeah. that have that play right after we're done. We say our goodbyes and then that'll play again. Um, I don't cool. know that people will listen to that all the way through. I don't know if huh? people listen to the end of it, but um, unless we would just want to say. Well, clearly a lot of people don't because when we have guests on, they go, oh, yeah, I listen, I listen. <laughs> and then I do that. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. Right. <laughs> So I think unless in, in unless in we would actually put that like in the middle of an episode, people probably I do the same thing. I don't necessarily listen to the close out a podcast that I listen to, but right. um, we'll figure it out down the road. But I think this this week um, I will I will have dropped it at the at the end of this episode. Anyhow, cool. so just to see how it fits in there. OK, nice. Sounds like a plan, man. All right. So, um, but yeah, you still got to you still got to read your shit. So put your glasses on, turn your lights on so you can see and. <laughs> uh-huh. well it's it's on my phone so it's already illuminated i know just fucking with you <laughs> all right you're... and hey my glasses are already on <laughs> okay. your, your turn brother all right well thank you everyone for listening to another episode of sober not mature as always be kind to each other be good to each other go out there do something nice for somebody else and don't tell anybody about it like maybe donating to hazelton And now it is time. It is time, people, for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever. You put a little bit of oof at the end of that one again, too. I like I that. I did. But um, <laughs> but everyone, too, is, uh, you know, Breeze is the one that did the, uh, and if you want to hear what we're talking about, just stick around for literally a minute and a half uh, after we say the our goodbyes. Fuck off remix. <laughs> yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, it is. our guests, uh, Breeze and Carly from a couple weeks ago, um, Breeze is a yep. musician and puts a background shit in it, and it's pretty fucking cool. Um, it so, is. Um, you know, if you get a chance, uh, look at that episode with Breeze and Carly and uh, look her up on Instagram and um, follow her, support them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we appreciate all that she did for us. So, yep. But, yeah, I think uh, I think we're done, though, right? I believe we are. <laughs> all right, man. I got to go watch the mummy and the monkey. <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're done early tonight, too, man. We got started an I hour know. early, so it's kind of kind of fucking weird. But <laughs> all right. I love you, brother. I love you, too. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye. And now it is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever.